Today's daf is Masecha Brachot of Yud Tet. And Amud Beis, we have a general principle of Gadol Kavod Habrio Shadocha Lotase Shabatora, that the dignity, maintaining and protecting the dignity of a person, can push away even a Lotase that's in the Torah. Although the Gemara establishes that this only applies to Durabanans that are prohibited because of Lotasur, but not Durabanans, therefore, we have example for if a person finds a forbidden kilaim mixture in their clothing while they're in public, they must take off that article of clothing despite the embarrassment it will cause because it's Doraisa. The same would be true if one who went outside on Shabbos in a place without an Eruv was wearing a talus that was halakhically missing tzitzis would similarly have to remove that garment rather than violate the biblical prohibition of Otsah. But in a Durabanan case of Kilaim, one wouldn't be required to undress. So the question is, how far does one go when applying the logic of Kavod Let's say a person goes over to someone's house and they serve the person a certain food that Midurabanan is, is problematic. Would a person be allowed to eat it Mishum Kabbat Abrios, for example. So Ravasher Weiss collected the six different places where Kabbat Abrios is allowed for Nisra Durabanan to be violated, one being Kilaim Durabanan, as we mentioned. Similar case in Menachos Lamanzayin, a person's carrying in a Carmelis, which is a Durabanan status domain on Shabbos with regards to Hotzah on Shabbos. That's the second case. Third case, Shabbos Tzadik Dalit permits taking a dead body that's lying in a disgraceful, disgraceful fashion into a Carmelis. Fourth case is Shabbos Pe'alif, Gemara permits taking sharpened stones, which would be an issue of muksa, to use for wiping after the toilet. Erevin Memalef, where non-Jews forcibly took someone outside of the Tchum Shabbos. You have Dalad Amos, when you're outside the Tchum Shabbos, the Gemara there says that a person's allowed to go beyond their Dalad Amos in order to use the toilet. Finally, our Gemara, Prachos Yudtas, has that the Kohanim may accompany a mourner after the burial, going through a field called a base of pras, which may have bones buried, buried inside, which could create a tumas base of pras, allowing, and Chazal allow this because of Kavadah Brios, for the comforting of the Avel. So we have these examples and categories, but how far reaching are they? So the Maisa, we find a number of cases in Allah where the post game expanded the reach of Kavadah Brios. Three such examples. Shulchan Aruch and Yeridea, Shin Sadik says if a person was mid-haircut and finds out that, that he lost a relative, so Allah is in Shulchan Aruch, he may finish the haircut. And the Rishonim explained the reason, the basis of this is Kavad Abrios. Number two, the Raman, or Chaim, Simon Yud Gimel, paskins that if a tzitzah string rips on one's talus and the person's embarrassed to sit without the talus and shul, you can wear the talus, don't make a bracha, and sit in shul because of Kavad Abrios. Finally, an incredible, incredibly sensitive psaq of Ravadi Yosef in Yabi Omer, in a case where a woman had had a baby, maybe as a teenager, and then later on got married and had a son, and her husband was preparing for the pigeon event. And this woman writes to Ravadia whether or not she should tell her husband the husband's going to make a bracha on the pigeon event. Ravadia Paskin not to tell the husband. And the Isser bracha of Atala, according to most post scheme, in this case, only made the Rabbanan. Only after me the Rabbanan, therefore greater is Kavod Abrios in this sense. The whole source for Kavod Abrios comes from the comes from the uh, the idea that the Mishnah in Sanhedrin that the animal an animal behemoth is killed along with the man or woman who had beer with it. So the, so the Mishnah says there that this is to prevent people in the street from shaming the memory of the of the sinner. So this this idea, this mission Sanhedrin is quoted by Rashi and Parshas Balak, who quotes the reason why the donkey of Bilam, 
who really didn't do anything wrong, was killed at the end of the story so as not to create a shame on Bilaam. The donkey's going to walk in the streets. People say, ha, ah, that's the donkey that, uh, that made a mockery out of Bilaam, and it would be an embarrassment to Bilaam. Rav Shmulevitz in his Sichus Musar writes how far the Torah goes to pressure to, pre- to, pressure to preserve the Tzal Malakim, even for a Russia such as Bilaam. So we see the greatness of the Torah's desire to uphold the dignity of every single person.